Can the Aggies flip the best wide receiver in the 2023 class? All that and more on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Today, we're going to talk about recruiting, and we're going to start with Zachariah Branch. As I mentioned, he's the best wide receiver in the 2023 recruiting class in the country. He comes out of Las Vegas. He's a five-star recruit, of course, and he's the number six overall recruit in the class. And he's been a USC commit since Christmas Eve of 2021. But he was in College Station for an official visit over the weekend. And that means a ton. A&M's the only school besides USC that's gotten an official visit from Branch so far in the recruiting process. Um, that's a huge deal. Um, and even, even bigger and, you know, some interesting nugget, um, true freshman cornerback, Bobby Taylor, who became infamous throughout the 2022 recruiting cycle for his prowess in being able to get recruits to come join him at A&M was on hand during the visit and a picture surfaced of Taylor sitting with Branch while Branch was dressed in his, his A&M uniform for the, uh, for the photo shoots that go along with these visits. And, um, and that's a huge deal. If A&M has the opportunity to flip a guy like Branch out of USC and bring him to A&M, it's a huge, huge coup, a huge ad for the 2023 recruiting class. According to Branch in an interview with 24-7 right before the, uh, the visit, A&M has been, and I quote, blowing him up and is making a big push. And so we are super excited to hear about A&M taking a shot at this kind of target, even though he's been committed, being persistent, being diligent. If they can pull the coup of the year and flip Branch off of USC, they're on their way to another massive, huge recruiting class. And so what does this mean? I mean, A&M brought in two very, very high-profile recruits in the passing game in the wide receiver uh, room in 2022. And they're turning around now making a push. They've got, uh, they've got branch and they've got a couple of other really, really high profile wide receiver targets that they're after. Um, A&M wants playmakers on offense. They want to be able to score points. They know you got to be able to score points to compete at the highest levels in college football. Branch is, I mean, he's just an unbelievable player. He's he's not a big player. He's about 5'10 and, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 180 pounds. But he is the type of wide receiver who comes in and immediately changes your wide receiver core. He's the kind that makes him better. And if AM shows the ability to flip a guy like Branch off of a place like USC that now has Lincoln Riley as their head coach and what he's famous for and doing in the passing game, 
if A&M is able to put together a really solid 2022 season, this is something that we're going to talk about a lot over the coming months when it comes to recruiting, is that the way A&M plays in the first half and really the entire 2022 season on both sides of the ball, but specifically on offense, is going to say a lot about what their 2023 class is going to be. Are they able to be the type of explosive offense that is going to want make these wide receiver recruits and make these running backs and these quarterbacks want to come to A&M to be a part of that offense? Or are they going to be a plotting three yards in a cloud of dust type offense, trying to maybe protect the quarterback that they might have that they may not feel great about? Um, the way they play offense this year is going to say a lot because there are so many schools out there playing really high-flying football that are putting wide receivers, quarterbacks, running backs into the NFL at a really high level that are going to be able to make a push on AM on the recruiting front if the Aggies can't play offense the way some of these other schools are playing it. So if Branch is able – or the Aggies are able to flip Branch, if they're able to bring the number one wide receiver for the second class in a row to Aggieland, to College Station, they should absolutely be looked at as one of the most explosive offenses in college football for now – and for the future. And we we have to look at them that way. We have to consider them that way as we move forward. We'll see whether they can flip branch. It would be a huge coup. It would be a huge deal if they're able to do that because, he, like I said, he's been a pretty solid USC commit for most for all of 2022 since all the way back on Christmas Eve, which is very early in the recruiting process for the 2023 class. So, we will keep our eyes on this situation for sure. You will be able to come check out Locked On for all of your Zachariah Branch updates and all of your AM recruiting updates. And we've got more recruiting updates on the way. But first, I'm excited to tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, including the NHL playoffs that just ended, Major League Baseball that are going on, um, college football is getting ready to start, the NFL is going to be coming before we know it. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check on your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. As we continue on the recruiting trail, there was a series of commitments rolling throughout the course of the last several days, and we'll talk about why. The uh, first part of that is that the month of July is what is technically supposed to be considered the dead period for recruiting. Uh, there are some events that take place in that period that don't count for you know specific reasons that we won't get into here, but um, but there's going to be a lot of commitments made over the course of the next month or so, and that started really over the weekend. We saw Arch Manning commit to Texas. We saw some other guys commit to Texas and to some other schools as well, including two really high-profile A&M targets. One of those, Jaden Rashada, the quarterback committed to Miami. There's been some controversy surrounding some NIL situation there. That's a situation worth keeping our eye on um, regarding Miami and Florida and some some sort of what the ramifications might be in terms of 
those schools sort of taking shots at the others collect NIL collectives and what may have been or may have not been going on that may or may not be appropriate. Um, and then Tony Mitchell, the five-star uh, defensive back from Alabama. Um, it was always one of those situations where with him being from the state of Alabama, with him being so close to Nick Saban and what Nick Saban does from a defensive back standpoint and how good Nick is at sending those guys to the league, it was always going to be an uphill climb for AM to pull Tony out of Alabama. Um, he did commit to the Crimson Tide um, over the last couple of days. So that's two really big, really high-profile targets that AM had that they were trying to get to flip to come to AM, but – those guys committed elsewhere. That is going to happen a lot. There are only so many scholarships that these teams have. There are way more recruits at this point. There are, there are a ton of schools vying for a small number of very, very high level recruits that some of these targets are going to go elsewhere. Even if AM was in the top five or maybe even the top three for some of these guys, they may not really be in super heavy consideration. It may really be down to a couple but they wanted to leave it open, and AM is a big enough name right now on the recruiting trail that they wanted to leave AM included in there. But on Monday, AM did pick up a really, really important commitment, and that's Damian Sanford. He's a three star linebacker right now. Um, we'll talk about a little bit about why, at least I think, that ranking is a little bit low and why that ranking could and should probably rise over the course of the next year. Um, He's out of uh, he's out of Katie Katie Pytow High School, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, he was the district co-defensive MVP on a 5A state championship team as a junior. He was at the AM camp recently, tested at six foot two, 210 pounds, 39 inch vertical, and 10 foot eight inch broad jump bunnies all day, and a four five forty from a 210 pound linebacker. Extremely impressive. Um, had 96 tackles, 13 sacks, and 26 tackles for loss in 2021 as a junior. So we, we will see what he does as a senior this year on a really good team in a really competitive Houston area market. Um, just to show sort of where the trend was going with Samford, just over the course of the last month or few weeks, he picked up offers from Texas, Alabama, and LSU, in addition from having offers from TCU and some others beforehand, um, but made an official visit over the weekend to College Station, and then on Monday went to Twitter to announce his commitment to AM. and um, In his words, a thousand percent committed. So we are extremely excited for what he brings to AM on the defensive side of the ball. We've seen AM have a ton of prowess on the defensive line, specifically on the interior of the defensive line, for sure, with picking up defensive linemen um, in the recruiting process. And now we add this linebacker, um, Sanford from Katie, who's going to bring speed and athleticism and the ability to go get the football all over the place at the second level once he's in the SEC at AM. Again, we expect this three-star commit, this three-star ranking to rise. I would expect him to probably be a four-star if I had to guess by the time we get to the end of the cycle, by the time we get through his senior season. Uh, these ranking services are going to catch up to to what the, the schools themselves know, and his stock is going to rise, and this is going to look like a much bigger deal. But it feels a position of need for AM. They needed some linebacker help. They need athleticism at the second level of their defense going forward into the future, and that is exactly what Damian Sanford brings um, to the table. Um, there's 
plenty of other A&M defensive targets that we will get to over the course of the next few weeks. But we also want to talk about some some more offense. Specifically, we want to talk about the quarterback position here in just a moment. The Aggies are on a mission for a 2023 quarterback. So in the 2022 class, they landed a five-star passer, ultra highly rated player, Connor Wigman, who's in contention at this point to be potentially the starting quarterback for AM as a true freshman would be a huge deal for Connor and for the, for the Aggies moving forward. But they have continued to work extremely hard for a 2023 quarterback commitment as well. In fact, one of their first commitments of the 2023 class was Eli Holstein um, out of Louisiana, and they had plans for him to be one of the centerpieces of their 2023 class when he committed last summer after a trip to a camp at A&M. But he he actually decommitted from A&M in March, opened his recruiting back up after, according to him, there were some coaching changes around the nation. He wanted to open his recruiting back up, um, and he wound up flipping to Alabama in May. Um, So... so he is no longer on the table for AM in terms of quarterback. Sort of left AM and Jimbo Fisher scrambling a little bit on the quarterback front um, because they had that commitment so early in the process that they had sort of backed off of making offers to quarterbacks. And there were several quarterbacks that uh, I'm sure if AM had brought in or indicated interest earlier in the process, that they may already have a commitment from one of those guys. But because they didn't, they are they're playing catch up a little bit. Um, they they lost another quarterback target earlier in the week. Like I mentioned, is Jalen Rashada committed to Miami over the weekend? But they aren't giving up. Um, in March, they offered Dante Moore, who's a top fifteen overall recruit from Michigan. Um, he's a five star guy, just unbelievable player, um, and he actually took an unofficial visit to College Station in June. So. We'll see where they land in terms of his recruitment. Again, it's an uphill battle for AM and a lot of these quarterback competitions because they were late to the game because Eli Holstein, I don't want to use the word held him up a little bit, but because they had the comp, the commitment from Eli, they were, they were set at quarterback in terms of the 2023 class as far as they were concerned. Once he decommitted and flipped, it left them in a little bit of a bind. Um, and so now they're trying to work from behind. So this weekend, they also added another quarterback offer to the slate when Austin Novasad received his offer during his unofficial visit to AM this weekend. Um, Austin Novasad is a Baylor commit. He's a four-star quarterback. But the buzz is that he seems, he seems open to flipping, open to coming off of that Baylor commitment. Um, he took an official visit to Ohio State in June, before he made a trip to AM for his uno, for an unofficial visit there this past weekend. Um, there seems to be a legitimate chance um, that they're able to flip Novosad away from Baylor. He's a Texas guy. He lives in Central Texas, and I believe he comes from an AM family, not necessarily an AM football family, but that there are some ties between the, the Novosad family and Texas A&M, the institution. Um, he's headed to Elite 11 this week, uh, to the Elite 11 finals, along with Dante Moore and a few of the other guys that we've talked about. Um, so he's headed there this week. He's going to take part in that. It's going to be awesome to see him have the chance to compete there. And then we'll see what happens in terms of 
does he make a decision early in July leading up to the opportunity to make a decision to, to choose A&M or Ohio State, or maybe there's another school that comes into play over the course of the summer or into the fall, um, or whether he's going to stick with Baylor. We'll see where it goes. Um, it's going to be very interesting to watch the Elite 11, watch these elite players, these elite high school recruits have the opportunity to compete against one another um, and to compete on the same field, on a level playing field, and see how they stack up in that environment. That's always a great thing to watch. Um, and some of those guys are going to wind up in Aggieland this year, and some of them are going to wind up at SEC schools and other schools that a is going to play. So the Elite 11 is always a great thing to keep your eye on as you look towards recruiting to know who the guys are to watch, specific, especially at those skill positions, the quarterback, wide receiver, et cetera. Um, additionally, like I said, the month of June is a huge recruiting month for AM uh, in terms of visits. Um, hopefully there will be some more commitments rolling in through the rest of the week. We will have all of that information for you right here on Locked On Aggies. And we will also look towards the July pool party in College Station, which is one of those events that I was talking about that that sort of sits outside of the dead period regulations that we'll talk a little bit more about as we get closer to that. We'll preview who's going to be there, what it means, what it, what AM is attempting to accomplish with this class following up their 2022 um, highly touted, record-setting, unbelievable recruiting class there for the 2022 class as we get ready for the 2022 college football season. Um, that's going to be it for today, guys. Thanks for joining me so much. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. It's listed right there for you on the screen at J-O-E-Y-I-C-K-E-S. And you can read my writing about all things Texas A&M over at aggieswire.usatoday.com. You can follow this show at Locked on Aggies. And please subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice. Check out our YouTube channel, Locked on Aggies as well. So be sure to subscribe, hit that notification bell, rate and review the podcast, all of those things. Please, please, please. We're trying to grow this channel. We're trying to get you guys the best Texas A&M coverage that you can find. We're excited to take this journey with you. Thank you for making Locked on Aggies your first listen of the day. Now go on over to our friends, Chris Gordy at Locked on SEC. Every day, Chris and the local experts from Locked on take you around the SEC in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked on, Locked on SEC your second listen of the day. That's Locked on SEC. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you later this week.